Here's what's on today's edition of Realising Potential with Fiona Brookwell and Michael Jones. Some people are naturally orientated to come into the world to find different ways of doing things. Some people are excited by doing things and bizarrely excited by the fact that it might not work out. You know, there, there are people out there that do have self-confidence and they do want to make new things happen. Some people are very much driven by a need to be successful. They want to challenge, they want to do things differently, they want to bring their own way to doing things and they're also really comfortable with the fact that whatever I do, it might not be perfect, it'll be good enough, it might be fabulous, it might not be. Michael, why do some people find risk an exciting way to work, yet others will do whatever they can to avoid that four-letter word? I think this is a, a fairly enormous topic, really, and it's often, uh, we've talked in previous conversations where the importance of an environment can have a, um, a positive or a detrimental effect on an individual. And it's possibly when we look at the, the topic of risk that we see that most emphasised. For example, if you are somebody that's comfortable around risk and we put you in an environment where we're saying to you, follow the rules, do as you're told and don't take any risky decisions, you'll struggle with that. And similarly, the other way around. But I think some people are naturally orientated to come into the world to find different ways of doing things. Some people are excited by doing things and bizarrely excited by the fact that it might not work out. But you know what? That's fine. I'll own it. I'll take charge of the decision. And it's not the end of the world because nobody died. So we'll, we'll find a way around it. And just as part of that process, we've learned something, haven't we? We won't do it again, but it's really important that we just kind of pick ourselves up and we move on because sometimes that type of creative approach, which could mean it hasn't worked out, next time it might be absolutely fabulous. So I think some people are very much driven by a need to be successful. They want to challenge, they want to do things differently, they want to bring their own way to doing things and they're also really comfortable with the fact that whatever I do, it might not be perfect, it'll be good enough, it might be fabulous, it might not be. So as a consequence of that, risk is something they're very comfortable with. They make easy, simple, quick decisions. They take control. They own the decision. And if it goes wrong, they deal with the consequences of it going wrong. Better we try and fail than not try at all. Yeah. Let's the expression give it a go. Let's see what happens. It. Just do it. Just do it. Whereas, of course, there are other types of people, and this is a huge generalisation and two ends of a, of a spectrum here, there are people that come into the world driven by a fear of failure. So everything they do has to be done to a high standard. It has to be done right. It has to be done properly. And the idea of things going wrong horrifies them. They work exceptionally hard to make sure that things don't go wrong. They check, they double check, they get somebody else to check their work and then they check their checking because it has to be done right, it has to be done properly. So I think if you are that way orientated, by definition, you can't be a risk taker because a risk taker assumes that failure is a possible option and it's not something that I should shy away from. And both of those, I think, two ends of the spectrum, there are people who sit somewhere in the middle of all of that, but for people who are super comfortable with risk, life tends to be somewhat more straightforward, um, decisions are made easily, things are not overly complex. And talking to, to a client of mine who's an exceptional risk taker, and, he, and I was saying to him, you know, gosh, you're such a risk taker, aren't you? And he said, I know what you mean. He says, but I don't see it like that. He said, people say to me, oh my goodness me, what a risk. He said, it was just obvious. I just made the decision. 
and people go, I'm a risk taker. And I go, well, I suppose I am, but everything is quite straightforward and easy for me. Whereas if you are differently orientated and driven by this need to do things properly, to dot the I's and cross the T's, you will need to make decisions based on your knowledge base, your technical expertise, the rule book that's important to you. So as a consequence of that, decisions tend to be more complex. They take a little bit more time because the decision I'm about to make has to be the right decision. So and I think if doing things right, doing things properly, dotting I's and crossing T's are important to you, the chances are there will be a complexity in your approach and relationship to risk. And then in the middle aspect, you have uh, those that you would class as calculated risk takers and calculated decision makers. And that's finding the middle ground and what Michael has just said there. So you, you know, you're not a maverick, you know, you, it's not risk with, without consequences, but then it's not the opposite end of the scale where the fear of failure dominates and therefore will, will hold you back because you know, there, there are people out there that do have self-confidence and they do want to make new things happen, but they don't want it hugely to, to go wrong. A little story I, I have on this one is somebody who, uh, from a behavioural perspective, is somebody you would class as a calculated risk taker and a calculated decision maker. And I had a conversation with them once about being this calculated risk taker. And he actually said to me, he said, so I don't know about calculated. He said, uh, no, I, I'm a risk taker. I'm a big risk taker. He said, you talk to any of my friends and they'll tell you I'm a big risk taker. And, and I said, oh, it's interesting. I said, you know, help me understand. What do you mean by risk? What's your definition of risk? And he said to me, so, oh, and this was quite a significant number of years ago. Uh, the wife and I, we, we'd just taken out a million pound mortgage. I said, whoa, I said, certainly a, a huge decision. It's a big decision. I said, but knowing that his behavioral orientation was towards some element of caution, um, I said to him, I said, can, can I just ask you a few questions? So firstly, I said, how many different mortgage companies did you consult with before you decided which one to go with? I said, oh, he's thinking, he's thinking. And I said, oh, so I think it was about 12. Okay, interesting. I said, um, I was going to ask you another question. He said, of course. I said, did you take out income protection insurance before you took out this huge mortgage in case you got made redundant? He said, don't be stupid. He said, of course we took out income protection insurance. He said, took it out for myself, took it out for the wife. He said, we doubled our life insurance policies. He said, belts and braces. He said, of course we had all of that covered before we took out a mortgage that side. He said, it would be stupid not to. Interesting, interesting. I said, so 12 different mortgage companies took out all of your income. I said, so, so really the, there was ultimately no risk in taking on this million pound mortgage I said you really had done your homework and investigated your absolute best options and dotted the i's and crossed the t's I said so in my book that sounds to me like a fairly calculated way of making this huge decision and oh yeah 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 now that you've mentioned it he said yeah I suppose it was a bit calculated he said what I was thinking about he said is just that in comparison in those days to the type of decisions my friends were taking then it was a huge decision to take in comparison to what my friends were taking. He said, but actually, in hindsight, now he said, you're right. He said, yeah, it was a very, very calculated exercise. And I just thought it was quite interesting. So is that, yeah, you know, even people who want to take huge, big decisions, 
it doesn't necessarily mean to say they're maverick. You know, they can be very calculated in the process. And there's a, there's an underlying fear of failure there because they don't want it to go wrong, but it doesn't dominate their desire to make the big decision. And that tends to then, it brings them into the calculated risk-taking and calculated decision-making category. Decision-making becomes more complex mm-hmm. because if you've, got to, if you've got 12 different mortgage providers that you need yeah. to analyse on some inevitable spreadsheet, Absolutely. then it's going to be a lot more complicated than somebody who will maybe check one or two and go with their guts. Time-consuming, takes time, slows things down. Realising Potential with Fiona Brookwell and Michael Jones. For more information about our services and organisation, visit rpx2.com.